Aloha, how's it? What's good, y'all? This is the Tech Brother. I'm coming to you on April 20th of 2023, shortly uh, after 1.30 p.m. in the afternoon. I'm on a short little lunch break, so I thought I would hop on and do a quick little podcast in regards to something that I've actually been going through last couple days called Context Switching. Um, that's the name of this one. So before I get started, you all just need to know that that I live on the island of Kauai here in uh, Hawaii. And um, for people that know all about uh, Kauai, there is a lot of uh, chickens here. And I do my other podcasts on other days, uh, The Soul Brother. And typically when I'm able to take a lunch is normally when things kind of slow and die down uh, from the morning rush. Afternoon, it kind of slows down. I can get work done. So I typically will take my break right at the beginning of that. And then I'll go ahead and hop back online and I'll do things. So these chickens just, I don't understand these roosters. I just, it's crazy to me. I don't understand, but it's like they know I'm getting ready to do a podcast and they want to be on it. So you have to forgive me if I tend to fluctuate in my talking, almost yelling. I'm not yelling at you, just trying to get above the chickens and everybody else that decides that right when I want to take my lunch, everybody wants to do different things, you know, you don't necessarily have control over, over, you know, uh, these things. I just find it really funny that these chickens, I want to be a star. So it's, uh, (laughs) it's funny. It's just, (laughs) it's really funny to me, but kind of along the same lines of this, right, is there's times in life, right, just in general, IT aside, there's times in life where you have a set of tasks or projects or things that you're working on, and all of a sudden, there's, there's this thing that comes up, and it's a priority, and they need your help. And so, you know, it could be family, friends, your job, whoever. And you have to stop what you're doing, switch gears, kind of, and take a look at what it is that uh, they're asking of you and, you know, for and either one, I made the decision to offload it, which isn't always an option. Two, try to delay it if you can. If it's, it's if after you uh, look into it and determine that it's not necessarily a a, a, a large priority. Um, or three, you know, make the decision to just go ahead and knock it out. Typically for me, I have kind of this scale. I kind of run off of kind of a hybrid kind of time management, project management thing in my head, which if things, if I have a person and they need help, I'll kind of chat with them. I'll take a few minutes. I'll talk to them. I'll get a good understanding. I'll take notes and then I'll determine, okay, is this like a three minute thing? If it's a three minute thing, I typically go ahead and just knock those things out. Why? Because there's no point in trying to schedule you to do a three minute task and you can take three minutes right now and and just get it done doesn't it doesn't really make any sense right along those same lines there may it, it might take you an hour or two depending on on uh, your schedule and what's going on and uh, the severity and the priority you may want to elect to say hey let me go ahead and try to finish up uh, what I'm doing give me another hour or two and then you can change context there and work on that thing get it done and then come back and work on what you're working on right 
So, but then there's those other times where it's like, it's a priority, it's urgent, it's an urgent matter, it needs to be done now, right? So I'm going to talk about those instances kind of interchangeably and try to kind of help you deal with this because, you know, the idea of changing uh, context is something that you're just going to have to live with, you know, but the way that I will discuss this is going to be more involving developers, potentially QA and project managers and analysts. Um, But this can apply to almost anybody in any context whatsoever, right? So what the heck is a context? Well, to understand that, we basically need to understand what is it that you're doing? What is it that you're working on? And based on what you're working on, right? what What is the importance of that work? Because it could be that you're working on a project and there's a number of different things that you need to do. Some of them are priority and some of them are not. So in terms of understanding your context, you know, it really comes down to, okay, where, what are you working on and why? Because that's, I mean, that most of the time that is going to dictate which way you should step forward. So a case in point, right? This time last week, I was uh, working on some uh, uh, writing, like some uh, queries, like to pull some information out of a database. And then, you know, we have some 2023 initiatives that we're working on. Right. And so there's some things that, you know, are very important that need to be done. They involve um, a number of different departments. So. And so there's a number of people uh, uh, that are working on these things at different levels. So sometimes at the development level, I don't necessarily see what they're talking about at the business level, right? That's your typical need to know flow. You know, you don't need to know all of the ins and outs of it. But the things that they're working on is they're trying to drill down to exactly what is it that you want IT to do for you? So that from our standpoint, we can try to put together a little plan for what we need to do. And then depending on what me or the other uh, developers are doing, then uh, we can uh, try to determine who has the bandwidth, who can work on it, blah, 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 blah. Sometimes we get lucky and a developer is not necessarily swamped on things, so we can uh, take a look at it and work on it. But most of the time, that's not the case. So when these things happen and they come up, there's a couple of things that we need to take into account, right? And so the first thing is, okay, Understand that you need this. But from my philosophy, I've always ran uh, this way long before I even knew what Agile was. I would be like, okay, well, I'm working on a number of things right now. So if you want me to work on this thing, I need to understand what needs to go that I am currently working on that I need to kind of put on the back burner. Right. So long before I even got into the world of Agile, this was back in my waterfall days in the rut process days. That was kind of my flow. And that's how I used to work because I'm only one person. I can only do so much. And at some point, even if we have a whole team of developers, typically most developers are swamped, especially if you're sprinting or even if you're running and stuff, non-sprinting, but you're doing a Kanban. That I think is probably more, uh, you're probably more swamped when you're running in Kanban mode because it's not necessarily the fact that you know, you had to uh, 
uh, you had the story point and, and effort, let's say, on a user story. And so the work that you're working on for the next week or two weeks is solely this, this, and this. Some developers have a life like that. I envy you if you have that. It probably won't stay that way for long, but I envy you. But most developers, not only are we working on projects, but we have the BAU stuff, the business as usual stuff, the day-to-days, the things that have to be done. If you don't have automation in place, then all of the manual running of jobs and different things that you have to do, right? So when people come to IT and they just think that we're just sitting there not doing much, that's typically not the case. Um, we're probably already working on two or three projects at that, at that point in time, and now you're bringing yours on. And of course, everybody has, has a, their own wants for a priority. But when it comes down to the need, a lot of people, not necessarily on purpose trying to embellish, but everybody's stuff like to them is important. But in the grand scheme of things, you know, you really need to understand what the prioritization is. Because before you go and disrupt a developer, QA, a project manager, or something with another scope or body of work, keep in mind that they already are working on stuff for you or other people. So if they were to context switch, not only could that be a a detriment to that project, but it could be a detriment even to yours. And here's what I mean. If we're in the flows of working on a project that we've been working on for months, you come along and you want a brand new project. This is just something that would be like maybe a couple days effort. And we're asked uh, to stop what we're doing and try to take a look at yours. We definitely can and will do that. We just have to make sure that we remember what we were doing at the time that we, quote unquote, switched our context. So for the developers and the different folks, the QA, right, and project managers, your job at that point, if you become aware that you're going to have to switch your context, try to record down as much information as you can about your current thought process and your psyche. Because I've seen it time and time again, where if you're working on a module and you're just into it, and a lot of us developers get into it, and we're just uh, writing good code, and no one's bothering us, we finally have time to work on something, and then we get this interruption. So then we kind of lose that train of thought. So if in that moment, as a part of you kind of working with these people that have that have a request, take care of yourself up front and say, can you give me about 15, 20 minutes? And in that 15 to 20 minutes, write and jot down everything that you can remember. Take pictures, draw it out, everything. It used to be that if you wrote things down, that would be good enough to help and remind you. But if this thing that you're going to uh, work on, if it happens to kind of bleed over and go a little longer, having kind of an image representation of your thoughts, in addition like to words, really is helpful. You may use anything from... Confluence to Jira, MindMeister, or there's like many other project management and collaboration tools, right? I mean, OneNote, TextPad, if that's what you want to do, or Notepad. So really, you need to like write that down. That's first and foremost. doesn't matter how busy you are, and developers, I've seen it. A lot of you won't do it. You'll listen to me, but you won't do it. I'm telling you, if you want to get back into that same flow quicker, write it down. It'll save you time uh, later on. Plus, if you can see the things that you were thinking about written on paper, 
because typically most people don't take time, sit there and lay out their projects on paper, whether it's in JIRA or wherever, um, and do what they need to do. They typically have everything in their head, written on a napkin, a piece of paper, and then they're running after it. That's not really effective, friends. I mean, while I can be understandable that you don't necessarily have a project management, quote unquote, project flow that you may have set up, I think it kind of comes down to you. You need to own that as a developer because most developers, we pride ourselves on remembering everything. But at some point, and age doesn't matter, we tend to forget or we tend to get out of the frame of mind that we were in. Sometimes we don't ever get back to it. Most times we do. But uh, depending on the scope of work, it could take a while like to get back. So you should keep really good notes. Now that's going to make a lot of developers mad because a lot of us don't necessarily like to document. And it's for that reason and that reason alone, a lot of the things that we're working on, they typically fall by the wayside. Why? Well, because we don't necessarily have a written or documented account of where we were at, what we were thinking. So if we were to come back and work on that solution, the quality of it may not be as great as it was before the interruption. So, but that's something simple that, that I mean, is achievable, but uh, believe it or not, many people won't do it. Why? It takes more time out of what they're doing just to write that down and to remember. But if you look at the payoff of it, to me, the return on investment of writing things down is that you can get back to that same frame of mind and thinking, which could be, which could prove non-detrimental at the end of it all for that project. Having one extra minute or five or 15, it can make a world of difference when you're a developer. Definitely can. So you have to kind of try to keep that in mind is that things will come up and there's nothing you can do about it. You can complain all you want to. You can gripe. But remember, your job is to develop. So and not just to create and develop these applications and programs and whatnot, but also to develop as a person, to develop good habits on note taking and project management. A lot of us tend to rely on like the things that we put in Jira, the things that we put in in uh, U-Track or Space or all these applications and, and uh, things that we use, which is good. But that's only as effective as we're willing to check in on it and to relook at it and understand that posture at that point. And we get to moving so fast in IT that we don't necessarily make that time to do that. Which I think if you're that type of shop, I think that's a travesty because you're coming in and you're asking a developer type to do something at the last minute, but then you don't necessarily want to follow the process all the way to the end. A lot of people love like to lob and punt things over. So you need to kind of be on guard like, okay, if I have to do this new work, what's the purpose? Why? And I truly don't think that... That's a bad question to ask, especially if you're swamped. Because sometimes the business units don't necessarily see that you're working on this project that they just gave you, but you're not working on anything else. So in their brain and perspective, it's like, well, he's not that busy. But in actuality, you really are.
you really are. So, I mean, honestly, I think having a good type of collaborative tool will definitely help once your context switched. When it happens, regardless of who you are, a developer or QA, embrace it. It's not what you, it's not what you thought. It's not what you previously agreed on. I get it. But just like the wind, life, business changes, needs change. And so you have to also. So in addition to just that, you also have to kind of, you have to be on top of of your workload in a sense that you need to know at some point when you become a detriment to yourself and your progress because you're because you have way too many things that you're working on. So normally when you run in a Kanban a mode and fashion, there's these things called WIPs, W-I-P, work in progress, which just means it's a work in progress. So there's going to be an, an item or more that are in your WIP list. And for each person, you have a particular number of things that you can handle on any given day, week. So with the help of your management, you should try to back in and and understand as a training uh, tool, how quick am I? Because if you can get that answer, then you can kind of understand and see, okay, it's a confidence thing, right? What do you think you can take on now, like for work in progress? Maybe you struggle. That's okay. Be honest. Before a sprint starts or before you go into a large body of work. Not necessarily when it happens and afterwards. There's really no need at that point like to complain because it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And so uh, you're probably asking me, okay. So... In terms of, in, so let's say in terms of I'm working on something and someone has something, how do I make the transition from not working on what they ask to working on, on what they ask, but still keep everything else in line that you were already working on? I would just say to you on that, good luck. Because <laughs> working in IT, ever-changing, evolves every day. Every day. So you can't necessarily get quote unquote comfortable, but you could be smart about it, right? Like you can take really good notes, you know, and just and just be smart about it. Don't kill yourself because at some point it's not worth it. Remember, this is work. This is not your life. Yes, you need work to actually live because you need to be able like to work and get a check and pay bills, get food, all that. I get that. But assuming that all that is not a problem. Where do you go and what do you do? Well, first and foremost, know that you can only do so much. Humble yourself to that fact and ideal. As you'll hear me say countless times, it is what it is. It's true. It is. So, really, for you developers out there, um, 
if you're running in the sprint Kanban, if you're not on any sprinting teams or scrum teams, I mean, really, when you context switch, it comes down to can you remember where you are? And then can you shelve it and then come back to it? And if you can, really, it's a behavior thing. Changing your expectations. Like, there's not one person, one business unit that I've met that gets it all right on the first shot. Or a production issue happens. All hands on deck. Right? You have to champion those things. So it's not just enough to try to just say, well, for this project or these projects, I'm this. Yeah, that's good. But overall, you have to look at your place and position in your ecosystem or or the organization that you're in and understand what the expectations are of you. And then when you're called upon, step up and step in. See, a lot of people will get frustrated and they don't want to do it. I get it happens to us all I mean it just it recently has happened like to me like like uh, just yesterday I was working on a number of things one of them had to be tested and then there's other things right behind it so while I'm working on one thing and getting it kind of all done and the testing kind of 100% done other things have decided to creep into my lap so so there I'm brought to a judgment how do I handle this well, easy for me. Easy for me. I have a meeting and I chat with my boss about what are my priorities. That's really all you can do. I mean, the other thing is just to be patient with yourself. You don't want to necessarily rush. You rush through something. The quality of it isn't that great. Then you're left with something that that was a, a three minute thing or something small. Now it's turning to a middle or, or like a mid a to larger size problem. So many people say, I work on two or three things at a time. That's great for you. But the smart person works on one thing at a time. But while doing that, they work on multiple things a day. So it still comes down to time management. When you know how your time and your schedule is going to change, at that point, it's up to you, friends, like to make that change. And developers, this is something that we live with every day, so it's never going to change. So if you're new to the industry, welcome. But this is all normal. Now, what will help drive and guide this to go faster is going to be the organization and the way they've laid things out. If things are very consistent, then great. If they're not, then try to understand why they're not in a consistent state. Do what it takes before meeting with people and get some things understood. And so that you have kind of a better you have a better handle and idea as to what you're about to get yourself into. Right? Work smarter, not harder, definitely. But when in doubt, sometimes you got to code it out. 
And don't be upset if you're working on a project and you're making good progress and you, and you have to switch. At the end of the day, you don't write the checks. Your CEO does. And so just remember, he or she is looking at things from a more strategic, kind of higher level. You're just looking at it from a project level. So they're in the clouds, you're in the weeds. But it's your job. But it's your job, you, to make sure that you keep yourself in tune with what's going on. Sorry, it's the chicks. They're out there, they're eating now with their mother and father, and they're just really loud. <laughs> so I apologize like for the pauses. So, with context switching, just know it's going to happen. And when it does, live with it and deal with it. It should be as second nature to you as logging in every day. Something that you should just expect. But definitely make sure that you protect yourself. That's important. So no matter what you're working on, no matter... If there is a really cool automation or something that can help you, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it comes down to what's the priority. So you got to have a good understanding of that. And then from there, then you determine the things that uh, you've written or that you've done or that you're going to write or that you're going to do. To just make sense that it makes sense. And then at some point, pull the trigger. Again, if it's something that is a three-minute problem, knock it out. Hour, one to four hours, depending on the priority of the work that you're going like to put on hold, if you think that you can uh, get away with it, well, then by all means do it. By all means do it. But just be open like to change. Just be ready for change. Don't be locked into certain expectations. Especially if you're reaching out and you want to talk to IT and you need IT to help you with something because, uh, like I said, we're probably already swamped. We really want to help. But that's going to take away from somebody in addition to take away from you. So is it really worth it sometimes? Probably not. Probably not. But you have to gauge that on a case-by-case basis. So it used to be where developers were able just to work on code all day, and that's it. Sun up to sundown, code, 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 code. Now we're being asked to go to meetings and sit in on meetings. And while a lot of us, this is another podcast, love to not pay attention when we're on a call, rushing like to get that last little itty piece of morsel done, it's very much appreciated what you do. But even more importantly, you should appreciate how you're handling it as well. Because it takes a very organized, strong, and positive person to be dependable. That's not something that you raise or breed. That's something that happens. That's just something that happens. So in closing, friends, I mean... 
when you context switch, this is normal. And take everything with a, with a grain of salt. Do the best that you can. But when it comes down to those notes, write it down. And put it someplace that it can remind you. I'd say that if you can achieve that, you can achieve anything. Until next time, y'all. Mr. Tech Brother.